So we were walking slowly through Luke, and we got to chapter 6, and last week we talked about the Sabbath, and then there's a, there's a second uh, there's a second story about the Sabbath there. So most of the week I was thinking, I'm just going to move forward in, in that. But one of the things that just kept coming back to me is uh, about the concept of Sabbath is the rest that comes with it. That, when we, that one of the things that God wants to do in our life is he wants, not just in a time, we, we look at Sabbath like, okay, Saturday or Sunday, or I'm taking a day off to be with God, be with my family, and to rest. But it's really just a, a, a precursor to what ultimately God wants for our life, and that is to have rest, true rest, from anxiety, uh, you know, just, just being, there's, you know, all the, all the stuff that's weighing on us most of the time. Do you guys have any anxiety? Uh, anything, anything like that? Okay, uh, I was just thinking about it because a lot of the conversations I had this week were surrounding uh, things that you know that had to do with things that people saw in the news. You know that you know this war with Ukraine or this whatever we're calling it, it's a conflict that we we don't know. Um, that that agitates us pretty good, even though we're far from it. We see you know we see a, an image, and this happens to us all the time. Uh, you know, we we can show up image after image. You know, starving children. You know, kids in Guatemala. You know, old ladies carrying you know their suitcases, and we can be moved with compassion in the moment, uh, or just agitated that the whole world is a mess. And I hate to break it to you, but the whole world is a mess, and the whole world really always been a mess. You know, mo- most of what mankind has tried to do is, is try to make sense of the mess and try to la- make it less messy. But, you know, the closer they get to less messy, they start ruining it again because it, that's just how it is. And Jesus was living in one of those times. And what's so cool about the Bible is it's always timeless. No matter what is happening, the Bible speaks to it. Because we all need God's peace, not the, the world's peace. And what we're really looking for in our life is just like, give us some peace so that we can make some headway, right? It's like, if I just have this time, and we do live in, in the most wonderful country in the world, no matter how messed it up it is, we have time. You know, most of us are doing pretty good. We're not begging for bread. We're, we're doing really well. And so there's kind of a couple responsibilities for us on that. One is to make sure we secure God's peace in our life so that we can pass it on. Because guess what? People without the Lord, they don't really have any peace. Now, now we are anxious and we have our own agitations and things like that, but really we are the only ones that can carry the peace of God to those who are broken in the world who really, 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 really need it. And that's what Jesus was doing. So this is one of, one of Jesus's talks before, as he's, you know, the next day, uh, he's going to be accused and it's going to go downhill from there. So then the, you know, that these 40 days starts. And so I, I wanted to expand the verse just a little bit for us. And so if you flip sides, this is what it says. So before he makes this statement that's on here, he makes this other statement. He says, all this and what he's he's saying is I'm gonna I'm gonna be accused I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, crucified um, and it's gonna go bad from here. So it'd be like me saying next week life's gonna get really bad for me, uh, but it's gonna get bad for you too. Yeah. And 
<laughs> we're not stuck. So he, he, he says, I'm going to do something that's really brilliant. And so he says, all of this I've spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, and he explains who this advocate person is, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. And then he says, peace I leave uh, with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. So don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So as I've talked with people this week, I've noticed that a lot of people are allowing the things of the world to, to agitate them. And for Christians, I think it's important for us that even though we're able to take it in, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of, uh, should be uh, shock absorbers for people. Let's just put it that way. That when people come to us, that we don't go, ah! instead we're like, okay, God's got this. Okay, we're going to, yeah, we're, as, as Mrs. Barboza would say, breathe. <laughs> she, she teaches her kids when they're out of breathe. <laughs> it's like, okay, breathe. And, and that, that really is a, a, a very good practice for us on a physical level. Uh, but part of what discipleship is, is, is building, uh, building these principles into our lives so that, that, that they become automatic. You know, it's, 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 it's martial art. So when, when stuff comes in that's bad, like uh, Maureen was telling us, he's like, man, I'm getting hit. Then I'm taking it in. And then I'm like, because of my spiritual life, I'm able to shock absorb that right to zero again. And that's what Jesus wants to do. So once you guys, I'm going to let you in on it. Uh, so what is draining your peace right now? Anybody want to volunteer some things that are draining your peace? Don't all talk at once. Go ahead. I mean, are you guys 100% peaceful right now? Because if we are, we'll, we'll just take communion and thank God and let's get on. Get on it. But are you guys anxious about anything in this world? Anything. It can be personal. It can be, you know, bigger. What do you got, Dean? Your daughter. Yeah, kids, man. Kids. They drain our peace. I, not mine, but your kids. They do. When I pray for your kids, they totally drain me. Uh, no, just kidding. No, kids. That's good. What else? Well, my grandchild's Your grandchild. The so oh yes, the world's so crazy, and our kids are being born into it. I know it. That's what I think. Is my poor. Gr- yeah, no, our poor grandkids. But that's. But you know, our grandparents said that about us. That you know, they said, "Oh man, this is the worst world." I, I love listening to old sermons from like you know the '40s and '50s. It was the worst of times. <laughs> of course, they've named, you know, I wish you know, I could bring some of these old preachers back from the dead so they could see how bad we have it. It's like, you had nothing, you know, you, you were worried about stuff. Anyway, that's, it's a good point, though, but we were, it, it drains us. It does. It's easy to lose our peace. What else? Decisions that our kids need to make. Yeah, decisions our kids need to make, or we do. What do you got, Janina? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Janina is is moving to Virginia soon, and her family's, uh, Lucio's already there. Is he there this week? No, not yet? Okay. 
Well, what's he not doing in church then this morning? Hey, Lucio. <laughs> Just messing with you. He's probably packing right now, right? Uh, so, but yeah, it's anxious to, to move. That's why, you know, I like never want to move. But, you know, some, I know, but, some, but someday I'll have to, and it'll be stressful, and I'll, I'll lack peace. And, of course, you don't know what's going to happen over there, right? You, we move somewhere, and, and we're like, what's going to happen? Will we all get jobs? Will everything work out? And you know what? It will, because the Lord is with us. And that's part of the peace that he gives us as we're going through this. But that's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, someone else. Peace, peace. Money, that always comes up, ah, money, <laughs> having enough money. Does everybody have enough money? <laughs> okay, good. Well, the offering basket's still open. Okay. Uh, Pat, what do you got for us? <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time, right? I mean, not just here, but you look at, or in, in Ukraine or Russia or whatever. Yeah. But we used to be free, a free country. And now, this has never happened before. I don't and ever. Where the government is deliberately deceiving the people and harming them. Yeah. So that drains your peace. Yeah, that drains, that drains our peace. But, huh? Get you anxious. I know. See, I just wanted you guys to, to, to get bathed in anxiety here before, before I finish this message. <laughs> well, it's important for us, one, to know that we're living in a world that is anxiety. Did anybody go through a pandemic recently? I mean, for two years, we've been told that we're going to die. You know, I mean, did that, did that bug anybody? Did anybody feel any lack of peace during certain times? Still now, if somebody gets, <coughs> they clear their throat, they're like, uh-oh, we're all going to die, you know. Uh, but Jesus was speaking to that kind of fear. He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Okay, why, why can he say that? It's because he wants to impart something to us. He wants to give us a gift. And that's what he says, I'm going to give you this thing. All right, so that's where we're going. Okay. <clears throat> So there's a lot of there's there's a lot of peace killers. Uh, we've got past peace killers. How many have ever fe- uh, felt bad or still feel bad about something you've done that's stupid, like sin? You know, made a mistake. Okay, okay, hey, all right. Thanks, Tom, for getting in, getting us into this. Woo. Okay, do away. Okay, all right. So we got past things, right? I mean, sometimes, like after this message, I'll, I'll think on Monday, I'm like, I can't believe I said that, you know, and it'll bug me. It'll it'll rob my peace, right? That happens most weeks. Maybe not this week. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> of course, then we got our, our present peace killers, you know, anxiety, news, tiredness, uh, all that kind of stuff. And then we have the future peace killers. You know, are we going to be able to retire? What's it going to be like? You know, you, you know the, the entire economy is going to collapse in five minutes, right? I read that on the news somewhere. Somebody told me. And, and we're 50 trillion, billion, gazillion dollars in debt, which means that basically our money's worth nothing anyway, which either makes us really rich or really poor. <laughs> okay, again, perspective. 
But see, that's tomorrow's problem. How many are doing okay today? You made it to church. All right, we're doing okay today. So everybody take a breath, everybody breathe. Let's thank God that today we've got to today and we're going to get to tomorrow. A good good thought for every day is, at least for me it is, every day when I wake up, I say, thank you, Lord, it's one day less that I have to wait to see you. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> Maria, we don't usually, do, we're not doing that. We're still trying to make it to our retirement. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> I'm saying, Lord, thank you. It's one more day before my trip to Hawaii. <laughs> okay, let's get practical. <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody wrote that in my Bible one day, uh, uh, one time, just with, each, which, with each heartbeat. I'm one heartbeat closer to Jesus, and I'm like, which is true. That's not, okay. Boy, you're trying to throw me off, aren't you? I'm, trying, I guess I'm getting, the, getting this message, man. We're going. Okay, we better get on, get on to it. Um, but, yeah, we do. There's a lot of unrest in the world. But Jesus doesn't want us to live there, and that's the point. Okay, so we already talked about the world's peace. Uh, Geo took care of that for us. You know, the world says all you need is financial security. All you need is a good degree. You know, all the things that, that, we, that we get, you know, you need good health insurance. You got good health insurance? I have terrible health insurance. You, you know, don't worry, the government's going to take care of you. But what if the government's not there? It's like, what if, you know, it's like, I'm going to make it to Social Security in a few years. And it's like, yeah, but there won't be any. He's like, oh, great. Just my luck. I've been paying in all this time. Are you disappointed? I'm not. Because the Lord is going to take care of us as he does all the time, okay? Uh, so, yeah, the world, the world promises us all kinds of things, and even if it does deliver, it only delivers for a moment. You guys have all experienced this. It's like it's called destination disease. If I only got this, and if I only got this, if I only got this, if I only got this, and then you get it. And you, and, and yeah, no, you're, yeah, in like two minutes, you're like, oh, they already came out with a new model, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or whatever. But that, that's what the world, they, everything is circumstantial. Is a, like, if we have peace today, then I'm okay. If we don't have peace, then I'm not okay. You guys got it. Okay. And of course, uh, part of the world's peace comes with a whisper from Satan that says, yeah, you have it now, but it's not going to last. I want you to be anxious all the time, even if you're feeling secure right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, leave, leave me alone because then I'll, do, I'll just go I'll just go off on something and I'm trying to stick with the Bible here guys okay so Jesus says don't let your heart be troubled Tom do not be afraid okay I'm not going to say anything because see then I'll have that that past sin thing again. It's like, why did I say that? And it's on YouTube forever. Okay, so moving right right along. But no, it's something to be concerned about, though, because the world and the devil want to keep you in a perpetual state of lack of peace. And Jesus knew this because he was leaving and he was telling his his disciples, listen, I'm not going to be here, so this is what I'm going to do to make sure that you always have peace. The first thing I'm going to do is my father's going to do it. He's going to send us the Holy Spirit. What's this mean to us? 
It means that the, that the presence of God and the relationship that we have with God will always be with us, no matter what. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're worried about, whatever happens in the future, we have the presence of God with us to carry us through. And, and it, it, I, I won't spend a lot of time on it, but it's a, it's a beautiful, it, it, this word, the Holy Spirit, and you've probably heard before, but it, it means one that comes alongside, but the way it's translated in, in different versions, like in this version, it says an advocate, like, I, you know, I got somebody that's for me. And that's, I, I, I actually like that, that uh, translation is like, I have someone on my side when things are unpeaceful. I don't have to, I don't have to worry because somebody's already fighting for me when I'm accused. He's already there. And so I, I, I want us to realize that no matter what's going on, we have this first, we have the Holy Spirit to be able to come to. And the cool thing, I mean, my whole orientation around Christianity is the presence of God. And really, no matter what's going on, we need to, we need to just stop and say, Lord, be with me in the midst of whatever's going on in my life. And he comes. He's already with us. Uh, some, someday I'll tell you about a, a revelation I had in the middle of the night. Uh, because I was like, I, I was complaining to God. I sound like I'm going to give it to you, but I'm not. I, I was compla- I woke up in the middle of the night and I was complaining to God that you're so, how is it that you can fill the whole universe? I mean, I, I was questioning the big thing, you know, the, the big questions of, of, of God that men have. Um, and he told me something, but I'm not going to tell you. But the beautiful thing, come back next week. No, I'll just do that for every, every week. Uh, but the beautiful thing is, and, and it's right here in this passage, is that the, whole, the Father has sent the Holy Spirit to us um, so that we can always experience his closeness. All right? All right. So then Jesus, now remember, Jesus is going to the cross He's, this is a conversation. It's like, hey, tomorrow I'm going to be going to the cross. Now, what would you be saying if you knew that that was happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How do I get out of town? Uh, but instead he said, you know what's better than that is that my father's going to send the Holy Spirit and you don't have to worry. You don't have to let your heart be troubled. Now, did that work for them? Remember the rest of the story? No, those guys, they, they, they're like, woo! Okay, but instead, in our discipleship, God wants us simply to say, Lord, you've promised your peace to me, and by your Holy Spirit, I pray that you would be with me right now, no matter what. Okay. So here's what Jesus says. I want to just reiterate as, as we wrap this up. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give you. This peace that God gives is a great gift. But what's the problem with gifts? We had a weird Christmas this year. Uh, One of our kids wasn't able to make it. And so we had Christmas presents laying around for up until last week, Uh, which is really weird. So we had Christmas till almost March, which is good. 
Uh, but the problem with presents that are there and never opened are they're not very useful. And my daughter, I had bought a really cool item that she wanted in December. And then she, she did finally get it in, in February, which I'm sure she said, I could have really used these a couple months ago. <laughs> and it's the same thing with the gifts of God. A lot of times we just leave them there in the package to say, man, that God's peace, isn't that good? And you guys, you're all your good Christians, you're like, yeah, that God's peace. We're into that God's peace thing. God's peace, it's right there. And then when it comes in our life, we're like, where's the peace of God? Where is it? And it's always where it's always been, right there, ready for you to embrace it. So let's do this. Uh, do we have our communion today? Cool. Let's bring it out. I'm super excited because each of us has some peace to process. Jesus says, every time you, you do, you take communion, you do this in remembrance of me. And one of the things that Jesus wants us to remember is that no matter what's going on, past, present, or future, his peace is there available for us. So let's just, as we're getting these elements, I want you to think of things that you're concerned about. Maybe it's right today, maybe it's tomorrow. Because most, a lot of our peace is lost because of the future. We're worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, what do they, they call that um, borrowing trouble. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Today's got enough trouble in it. And so don't go to tomorrow's trouble because that would be double trouble. And you don't want double trouble. <laughs> That's how I would have said it if I were Jesus. <laughs> He just said it much better than I did. <laughs> right? And, but most of us are borrowing into tomorrow. And so if you have some future fears, let's let the Spirit bring us peace there. If we have present fears, we're having trouble relationally or emotionally, physically, Spiritually, thank you. He wants to touch that. And now, what was really cool that Jesus did in this story is he was going to the cross to once and for all take care of all of our past anxieties. Because the cross covered all of our sins and all of our failures. And I just think that's so cool that I don't know if the disciples got it, but he said, do not be troubled. And a lot of times we have anxiety in our life because of things that were taken in our past. And the enemy uses those all the time. Okay. So I will talk. stop talking and we'll spend just a moment. Let's just be before the Lord this morning. Let's enter his... Rest. Okay. 
what's robbing our peace today. The Holy Spirit is in us and with us to calm our hearts, give us the breath of life. Just in your mind or on your on your lips. Say, Lord, this is this is where I've lost my peace this morning or this this week or this day. <clears throat> Lord, instead of my anxiety and my worry, I now embrace your peace. We can do this because of what's represented right here, that Jesus, you were crucified for us. And we'll we'll never understand the fullness of that act. But we know what the Bible tells us is true, and that All of the sins of the world were laid upon you, including ours. And for all those past things that would give us unrest, we now take this representation of your body, your broken body, and we thank you that you became the Savior of the world and you also became our Savior. So let's we take this bread this morning. Lord, thank you that you broke your body. It was broken for us that we would know the wholeness of your peace. Let's go ahead and we'll take the bread this morning. And Lord, thank you for your life's blood that pours in us. It's not just a ritual of some sort. As we take this cup this morning, that you spiritually give us your life, the life that we need. More than anything, Lord, we need your presence poured into us, just like the Holy Spirit's poured into us. Thank you for dying on the cross so that we could have the life that's truly life. Let's go ahead and take the cup this morning. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that all anxious hearts now be banished. That instead we would take this gift of peace that you've given us and now take it to the world that has no peace. As they look around them, they don't know that you have given them the ability to have peace in the midst of every circumstance that they might have. Lord, keep our hearts attentive to those around us who are anxious, that we could be able to pray for them and encourage their hearts. Make us good advocates for others. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Is everyone at peace now? Thank you for being here. Those that have joined us online, God bless you. We'll see you soon. And uh, 
We look forward to seeing you face to face. God bless you. We'll, we'll sign off and the rest of us will enjoy some lunch together. And uh, if you still have any anxiety, any, if there's any left, over lunch, share it with someone and have them pray for you. Because sometimes you can't get rid of it on your own. I wish it was true. But sometimes you just need somebody else to be your advocate and say, I got your back. And uh, go ahead and share your share your request and, and let's pray with one another. Because Jesus wants to always bring not just peace to our heart, but resolution to those things in our heart that are, are tough. Okay. God bless you. Thanks, thanks for joining me this morning.